0: Good and Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The Alexi Lafreniere sweepstakes goes to the New York Rangers. The Maple Leafs lose yet again and some good news from the NHL. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network or T-L-O-P-N or T-L-O-P-N. How's everyone doing? I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez coming to you live from sunny Southern California. And this is day, I guess, 150-something of not having any hockey in SoCal. In fact, it has been exactly, exactly five months since the Anaheim Ducks last played at the Honda Center against the St. Louis Blues. But I want to welcome you all to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. We have a couple things to get to. So first, I want to remind you that you can hear this show via Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you hear your podcasts. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And once again, thank you all for joining me this season and for your continued support of this podcast. So the big news that happened on Monday was obviously Phase 2 of the NHL Draft Lottery for 2020. If you guys recall from last month, there was a bit of a crossover with myself and Sarah Avampado, frequent guest of the program. And we gave our own list as to teams that we did not want to win the draft lottery, to win that number one pick. After last weekend's, I guess, fun, I shouldn't say fun, I mean, it was craziness more than anything else. There were eight teams in the running for that number one pick. Yeah, eight teams. Those eight teams were, and I'll give a certain order here, the eight teams were the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Edmonton Oilers, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Florida Panthers, the Nashville Predators, the Winnipeg Jets, the New York Rangers, the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, those were the teams that had the chance at that number one draft pick because on phase one of the lottery, pick number three went... To the Ottawa Senators. Pick number two. Went to the LA Kings. Pick number one was a placeholder team. Which prompted phase two to activate. And that phase two happened on Monday. Which was yesterday. August 10th. And the way they did this was pretty cool. They had a whole red carpet treatment. For the ping pong balls. Yes they actually brought the ping pong balls in a massive suitcase, and each of the ping pong balls had the team logo on it. This was going to be a straight up 1 out of 8 chance for one of those teams to win the draft lottery. So every team had a 12.5% chance. Those 8 teams that I mentioned, and I will mention them yet again. This was the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Edmonton Oilers, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Florida Panthers, the Nashville Predators, the Winnipeg Jets, Minnesota Wild, and the New York Rangers. So the reason I said Carolina before and not New York, well there's a reason for that and we'll get to that momentarily. So, each of those ping pong balls were dropped were dropped into the vat. And what happened next pissed off a lot of fans in Canada. Honestly, I I don't mind this too much. Most people were really hoping that Toronto would not get that pick. And most hockey fans' dreams kind of came true in a sense. Because the New York Rangers won the Alexi Lafreniere sweepstakes. They will have the number one overall pick in the 2020 NHL Draft, which will take place after the Stanley Cup has been awarded. And I have to assume we're going to get that far at this point. So the Rangers. The New York Rangers. They have the number one pick. They've had the number one pick recently. They got Kako on a number one pick not long ago. So you got to think that the Rangers are going to get the number one draft pick in Alexi Lafreniere. The speedy left winger from Rimouski. QMJHL. Yeah, he is... By far the best player in this year's draft. It's not a question. So imagine Lafreniere on that line with Artemi Panarin. Panarin and Lafreniere, that would make a damn good line. And something that I'm sure many hockey fans are clamoring to see. But something else to think about. The Rangers are kind of a team in flux right now. As I mentioned last time, could this have been the last game in goal for one of the greatest goaltenders of all time, Henrik Lundqvist? Is he on the way out? Is he going to retire? We don't know. Who exactly is going to be on the backstop for the New York Rangers come next season? What do some of their offseason moves look like? A lot of questions still have to be answered for the Rangers. And them getting Lafreniere is not going to be a guarantee for them making the playoffs next year unless there's a couple of moves made. So that's that's where I'm at on this. I mean, good for the Rangers. Hey, at least it's not, I don't know, the Chicago Blackhawks. At least it's not the Edmonton Oilers because they've been spoiled enough with number one picks. And look how far it's gotten them. They didn't even get out of the qualifier against the Blackhawks. Yippee-ki-yo. Yeah, imagine being an Edmonton fan saying, oh, we didn't get the number one pick again, oh, boo-hoo. You're fine. You're fine. You got Dreisaitl. You got Connor McDavid. You're fine. Hey, at least it's not, I don't know, the Penguins. Yeah, imagine that storyline if you had Crosby on the way out and Lafrenier on the way in. Yeah, it's an embarrassment of riches. One team that I was kind of hoping would win it was the Winnipeg Jets because the placeholder team that would have won that draft lottery was the Winnipeg Jets way back when Phase 1 started. But you know what? They're just one of those teams that cannot catch a break because the Winnipeg Jets drop all the way down to the 10th slot. And we will get to all that after the first intermission. So stay locked in, folks. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And I have been talking about the draft a little bit. Once again, the New York Rangers have the number one overall pick in this year's entry draft. You know, one team that is not happy is the Toronto Maple Leafs. This coming a few days after blowing a 3-0 lead to Columbus in Game 3 then coming back from 3-0 in Game 4, and then getting shut out in Game 5 by the score of 3 nothing. So already Tampa Bay is kind of feeling it, so a lot of fans are going, you know what, we kind of deserve this. Uh, no. In fact, if you hear a podcast from myself and Sarah Avampato from last week, we in fact both had the Toronto Maple Leafs being the least deserving of that number one pick. And indeed that has happened. But that wasn't the only loss for Toronto yesterday. No, the other loss was that as a result of them not getting the number one overall pick, they lose their first round pick completely. How exactly did Toronto lose that one, too? Well, chalk that up as another L for the Leafs. See, L for Leafs. So they had a one in eight chance of winning. That didn't happen. So the Maple Leafs were supposed to be 13th overall as a result of some of the other lower teams advancing into the next round. So Toronto would have had the number 10 seed if Chicago had lost, if Arizona had lost, if Montreal had lost, and even if Columbus had lost. If all the regular teams would have lost, then Toronto would have had a 10th pick. And that would have been fine. Then Toronto would still have their pick. But no, that didn't happen. Here's why. Remember that Patrick Marlowe trade earlier this season? Well, this was pretty much everything or nothing for the Leafs. See, the 13th selection has been given to the Carolina Hurricanes. So Toronto doesn't even get that pick anymore. It belongs to the Carolina Hurricanes, if you can believe it. Yeah, here's why. The pick was top 10 protected. <laughs> it was top 10. So that means the Leafs would have transferred a draft pick next year, which is 2021. They would have transferred that pick to the Hurricanes if they'd won. But instead, they're forced to give up that pick for this year because it wasn't protected. So this was the conditional part of of the trade so it was a conditional pick in the patrick marlowe trade to the hurricanes which subsequently got him off to the pittsburgh penguins who also lost by the way so this is a loss loss for both sides really this is a loss for pittsburgh this is a loss for toronto carolina is coming out of this laughing their asses off they really are they not only advanced and swept the Rangers. I mean, first off, they swept the Rangers. And by the way, I like the tweet where Carolina said, you're welcome, Rangers. Yeah, they swept the Rangers, and they stole that pick from Toronto. And this is a year that's a fairly deep draft, too. So you had, you have to laugh a little bit at this at the expense of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, I'm sorry to say this, but being in Southern California and... Having a lot of fans out here that don't particularly like the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're they're all laughing. We're all laughing at this one. <laughs> yeah, there there's no feeling sorry for the Maple Leafs. I mean, I could hear the 67 chance all the way from Ohio with this one. That's how laughable this is. So Toronto lost their pick. They lost again. Sorry, you hate to see it, right? You hate to see it. Sure. So with that said, here is the order once again for the NHL draft as far as the first 15 picks. New York is number one. The LA Kings are number two. The Ottawa Senators are number three. Then we have the Red Wings at number four. Remember when the Red Wings had a 50% chance or better than a 50% chance of getting a top three pick? And they dropped all the way down to number 4. My goodness. Ottawa also gets the number 5 pick. The Anaheim Ducks have the number 6 pick. I mentioned this name all the way back in 2019. Alexander Holtz. Watch out for him to be the number 6 pick. I still think he would be the best fit for the Anaheim Ducks in that number 6 pick. Because by then you got to think that Lafreniere is going to get drafted. Quentin Byfield's going to get drafted, likely by the Kings. Tim Stutzel, he's likely going to go to Ottawa. After that, I mean, we're pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure on the 4-5 and five pick, I think it's going to be Cole Perfetti and Lucas Raymond. Alexander Holtz slots in right there for the taking for the Ducks. So well, I'll, I'll talk more about draft stuff later on this summer. Number 7 pick goes to the New Jersey Devils. Number 8, the Buffalo Sabres. Now we get to the teams that lost in the qualifiers. Number 9, Minnesota Wild. Number 10, Winnipeg Jets. Number 11, the Nashville Predators. Number 12, the Florida Panthers. Number 13, the Carolina Hurricanes via the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep, you heard that right. Edmonton is number 14, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have the number 15 pick. Everything after that is not set yet. Because remember, despite the fact that the Bruins won the President's Trophy, they're the number 4 seed. If they lose in the first round, that pick could move up into the mid-20s. Believe it or not, that Ducks pick could all of a sudden, instead of being number 31, that could become a mid-20s pick. And moving up that many spots in the draft in the first round... That could be very good for the Anaheim Ducks down the line. So I know some Ducks fans loved Andre Kasha, but if you're going for a better draft pick, you kind of want to root against the Boston Bruins, don't you? Just a little bit, maybe? Yeah, we'll we'll see. One more bit of news that I want to get to before we wrap up, and this is some very good news. Uh, This came out yesterday from the NHL PR, and this is great news. So I'm going to read this verbatim. Here we go. Quote, the NHL completed the second week of its phase four return to play with no positive test results for COVID-19 among the 7,245 tests administered. Testing was administered on a daily basis to all members of the club's 52 member traveling parties, including players, during the period from August 2nd to August 8th. The NHL will continue to provide regular updates on COVID-19 testing results. The league will not be providing information on the identity of any individuals or clubs. End quote. This is great news, folks. The fact that there are still zero, zero positive cases, maybe some fans are going to start cheering for Gary Bettman. No, I didn't say all. I didn't say you have to cheer for Gary Bettman. There is still the tradition to boo him when he awards the Stanley Cup. Let's not be delusional here. Some fans are still going to hate him, sure. But you have to give credit where credit is due. He's done a great job during this pandemic, getting the playoffs started, getting the two bubbles in Canada. And this kind of gets lost in the shuffle, but don't forget, he extended the CBA. We're not going to have any strikes for a while. Extending that agreement for another four to five years The fact that we are going to have labor peace in the National Hockey League for the next six years, you kind of have to tip your cap a little bit towards Gary Bettman, right? Right? You have to. So once again, zero positive test results. And this comes on the heels of the first or the qualifying rounds ending. And now you have four less teams in each bubble. So now teams can spread out just a little bit more. Social distance, just a bit more. You're going to have less teams crammed in there. This is really good. If they can get through the first round with zero positive tests, then I'm going to call it right now. If we have zero positive tests still in two weeks, then we're going to have zero positive tests throughout the entire NHL playoffs. Can you imagine that? Zero positive tests? A league with, with no COVID in the bubble, unlike, say, a certain league which has a commissioner that is doing a terrible job and postponing games and all that yeah I'm looking at you baseball what are you doing what are you doing MLB this is despicable that there's that many COVID cases 50 something about to be 60 something it's terrible Gary Bettman salute to you sir with that I never thought I would say that on this podcast never thought I would say that but here we are These are strange times where we're actually praising Gary Bettman. I think that's going to be a weird spot, but a good spot to end things. Because I do want to end on that positive note that once again, zero positive cases. That's the most important thing. The player's health. I want to thank all of you for listening once again. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. I think this is the only show this week where I'm going to be flying solo the whole time. Because we have some special guests lined up for the rest of the week. Ducks fans, you're not going to want to miss Thursday's show. Count on that. You're not going to want to miss it. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. And make sure to ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast. Uh, Our good friend, Sarah Avampado, friend of the program, She hosts Locked On NHL, and so does Justin Morissette, among others. So be sure to check that out once again. And thank you, everybody that's listening. Thank you for sticking through this. And I just want to remind you guys to be kind to everyone out there. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, telling you to stay safe out, out there, Anaheim, and Ducks fly together.